0: Stacy, I'm an addict. Okay. I was going to do this just like this, so that I could tell you that that's why I thought the two of us were paired together. until I found out there was three of us, and I was going to tell you that only one of us actually talks like this,
1: <laughs> and, it, and it would be him.
0: <laughs> oh, you forgot your phone, awesome. and I forgot well, mine. Uh, and I was going to talk like that to kind of reference. Uh, Self-acceptance, when I was in active addiction, I was a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, I was a master manipulator. I found out who had what I needed, what they needed, and made sure that there was an exchange. Uh, And I was pretty good at that. I continue to be pretty good at that. And that's a, a character defect that I have to keep in check continuously um, I recently moved to Los Angeles from the Midwest of uh, the United States and was completely out of my element uh, I left my daughter and my grandkids I'd left a man that the relationship had been done years before that I uh, struggled trying to get out of uh, I left a job a career uh, to be where where I'd always wanted to be, in a position that I'd always dreamed about, but uh, it wasn't without its pain and anguish, uh, letting go of something and trying to fit into something else, and. Uh, I knew it was going to be hard. I had absolutely no fucking qualms about the fact that I was, I kind of, I, I pigeonholed time. I was like, I'll go to work, I'll eat dinner, I'll cry, I'll take a shower, I'll go to bed, I'll go back to work, I'll come home, I'll cry. You know, I knew it was going to be hard. I made time for that, uh, that part of it. What I didn't anticipate on was acting out in character defects that I thought were long dead. And... uh you know, like in a few short months, managed to create a uh, reputation for myself and uh, create some wreckage. And uh, I was still the person that people barely knew in the meetings because I'd only been there a few months. But I was able to look at my shit and understand what I had done and forgive myself. And that's something that has been a theme throughout my recovery. Um... I was always on I was always on my eighth step I was always on my list uh, mostly because I didn't really have a lot of contact with my family and my daughter was only four years old when I got clean so she never really saw it in fact uh, she got sick recently and we were in the hospital and we were talking about the medicines she was taking and and uh, I said something about what I had used she's like I didn't know you used that I was like, that's because you were four when I stopped using, and it never really seemed like a something mom daughter should sit around and have a chat about. Even though she grew up in the rooms, I never talked about uh, specific things that I used. It was it was about recovery. It wasn't about it was the message, not the mess. Um. That's why I hate me. I hate speaking. I always lose track of where I am. Uh. daughter being sick used in the, using the drugs and uh, yeah anyway um, always on, I was always on my own uh, a step. I was always on the list she was young my parents were in complete denial that I was a drug addict I brought I was so I was so excited I was like a little schoolgirl. I brought them all the IPs I'm like look I'm a drug addict here's the information you need and they're like oh and they put it in a drawer and we never spoke of it again. In fact, for the first 15 years of my recovery, whenever I would come by, they would offer me something to drink. And I made a really rude comment and that stopped. Uh, but I never, I never really, I rea- you know, peripheral people, small little amends that I had to make in my eighth, eighth and ninth. And my tenth, I always stay on top of. If I've wronged someone i I know right away, and I can make those amends um, but I was always on my own a step. I was always ready to forgive myself um, self acceptance however, the other side of this was was always a bigger part of of an issue being able to uh change who I was for whatever the situation was or uh be something that I thought you wanted me to be Um, I came to on the floor of the bathroom on my 25th birthday and I looked at I looked at the reflection in the mirror it was handy because I was right there in the bathroom Uh, and not only physically did I not recognize that person in the mirror anymore but there was nothing left in my spirit that was me you know, all, you know I threw out uh, my likes I threw out my goals my aspirations I threw out everything that everyone on the outside has you know the things that make us who we are that shit was gone and in its place I was shoving drugs and sex and men and, that, and, I, and it wasn't the physical part it was the emotional part the spiritual part when I was looking at that reflection and not recognizing myself that even all this time later affects me because it wasn't a proud moment it was, it was that place where we've all fucking been and it doesn't matter what brought us there But eventually, we made the decision to not be that person anymore. To fill that hole with the things that are us. The process of the steps allows us to put us back inside of us. To find ourselves. To have self-acceptance. Today, I'm sorry, this is 20 minutes over uh, today I am thrilled to be who I am today it's, take, it's taken a long time it doesn't fucking happen over, overnight it's a process and if you're not there yet that's fine but you're, you're walking the path as long as you keep moving forward on the path it's going to be okay if you stand still too long or you start to move backwards you pretty much can tell what's going to happen but as long as you're making forward progress you're going to to put you back inside there you're going to figure out what you like you're going to figure out what your goals are you're going to figure out how to deal with your mother (laughs) you're going to figure out that you really don't want to be married again there was a joke earlier today I can't remember what it was about being married Uh, which reminds me my ex-husband was sort of always in the back of my mind as far as someone to make amends to but he split when my daughter was like a year and a half old and didn't come back and around until she was 15 and there was no child support and he just came back around because he wanted to piss me off because my daughter was a runaway and he thought that was the time to make a connection with her and then she figured it out and he left again and so when he died, I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn, he's dead. I don't have to motherfucker when you're ready you're ready you know so what uh, the thought was there um, anyway self-acceptance I really I really couldn't be more happy with The person i've turned out to be you know i'm i'm i was going to say my age but i decided not to Uh, i'm i am of a certain age and uh usually people of an age are figured all out by then you know they have a path they have a career or they're well ready to start thinking about retiring from a career or whatever It took me a long time. It takes a lot of people a long time to figure it all out. And uh, because I didn't figure it out until way late, I'm going to be working until I'm like 85 because I don't have a retirement plan, but you know, whatever. Maybe I'll marry Rich. Oh wait, I don't want to be married. (laughs) Uh, But as long as there's forward, forward progress, there's going to be potholes and you're going to step in them or even like a really big hole on your way down there in the bottom but as long as you can see light or shout for help you can always keep moving forward and and it's really that forward progression and keeping your feet moving that's staying in the program of Narcotics Anonymous whether it's reaching out to a sponsor reaching out to other members getting into the literature and always fucking staying in the steps was one thing I could learn I, I could teach you when it was the fucking darkest it could be when I first moved here when I was alone and nobody really around me that I knew well or that knew me well and I was trying to make my way in the meetings and find a service commitment If I had been deep into the steps, I would have been a lot better off. But I was liquidating my assets. I was breaking up with my boyfriend. I was saying goodbye to my kid. I was packing my shit up. I did not have time to be working on the steps. And in hindsight, if I had been writing every day, concentrating on it, focusing on it in some little way, whether it was meditation first thing in the morning or reading a passage during the day, staying in it, I think it would have been easier. And I wouldn't have acted out as much as I did. And that's hindsight speaking. So, you know, you could benefit from that. And of course, I, I uh, Facebook chatted my sponsor. It's a long-distance relationship anyway. So, you know, we text and Facebook message. And I said, oh, i got to speak. It's on forgiveness and self-acceptance, and I was like like glued to it. Like waiting for her to like, oh, you could share a la da 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 You know, I was waiting for that. It never came. Damn it. So, but she did, she did mention that I was good at forgiving myself, especially with that process of when I first moved here, or first moved to Southern California. Anyway. I'm rambling now. Thank you for being here.